Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata, and Maranatha, Merry Christmas, everyone. I know that may seem an odd Christmas greeting, but I am convinced it is the best. Because Christmas is not only when we celebrate the first Advent, that is the first coming of Christ, Christmas is also a promise, a promise of the second Advent, the day when Christ will return, be crowned King of Kings, and bestow gifts on all those who love and call Him Lord and Savior. And one of those gifts I am looking forward to are crowns. That's right. Crowns will be our birthright as co-heirs with Christ. And like any child of Christmas, this child of God is looking forward to the promised return, the second advent of my Savior and crowns. You know, uh, lately I've been re-watching the DVD series on the crown. Um, That's a television drama based on the story of Queen Elizabeth II. And one of my favorite scenes is when Elizabeth, the new monarch of the United Kingdom, she's very young and she's preparing for her coronation, her crowning day. And weeks before the ceremony, young Elizabeth tries on the jewel-encrusted crown for the first time. There it is, resting on a velvet pillow, this extravagant and rather weighty masterpiece studded with diamonds and pearls and rubies. It's brought to the queen by her attendants. And with eyes wide, Young Elizabeth watches in a mirror as they position the heavy crown on her head. Taking a couple of awkward steps, she turns to one of the attendants and she asks, Would it be okay if I borrow the crown to practice walking with it? Her comment slightly confuses her attendant, and after an embarrassing pause, he responds, Your Highness, who would we ask but you? If the crown is not yours, then whose is it? Well, you can see the realization dawn on Elizabeth's face. She realizes there is no higher authority in the United Kingdom than her. Elizabeth had not earned this crown. It came to her as a birthright. I tell you, when I saw that scene, it gave me such a precious insight into my own birthright as a co-heir with Christ, as a child of the King, a child who, when Christ is crowned as the supreme Lord of the universe... I will also receive a crown, perhaps many crowns. There's the crown of life, described in James chapter 1, verse 12. It's a crown reserved for those who persevere under great trial. And then there's the crown of righteousness, described in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. That's a special crown awarded to those who have longed for Christ's appearing. And then there's the incorruptible crown, talked about in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. That's the crown reserved for those who have been trained in godliness, who live righteous and sober lives. And finally, there's the wonderful crown of glory. 1 Peter chapter 5 tells us that this crown is especially for those who have led and taught and shepherded others in the faith. Oh, friend, those are the Christmas gifts I am excited about. Oh, sure, I realize those crowns are awaiting children of the king when he returns at his second advent. But there's no stopping me or you from seeking those crowns now by persevering through trial, by longing for Christ's return, by training ourselves in godliness and teaching others by our example. I think these are pretty encouraging words at Christmas, and I wish you would share them with your friends. Just go to johnnyandfriends.org radio and click on the Facebook share button. And don't forget, while you're on johnnyandfriends.org radio, Ask for your gift, The Christmas Story. It's a fascinating look at the first and second advent of our wonderful Savior. And it's all there for you at johnnyandfriends.org slash radio.